This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome to One Shots, a Dum Dums and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ OneShot 2.0, and I'm here to welcome you to the Nightmare Before Squigness, a journey into the orcish side of the 41st millennium using the Goblin Quest RPG. What happens when dum-dums play a group of Gretchen trying to save Squigmas and avenge the Red Gobble? Nobody knows, cause it's One Shots, Goblin Quest Edition. Where are you, Squigmas? Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? Is what every grot will be singing. If you can't save Squigmas here and now, you have defeated Jake Scollington. You've taken his sleigh. You've murdered all his Cabalite warriors who fell off conveniently when you got enough successes in the last game. Uh, we currently have three grots and one coat. So the question before you is, who among you shall become the Red Gobble? Of the three of you, we have Tiny Dim, Stealth Expert, Great at camouflage, has a bone shiv made of his own shoulder. <laughs> Two legs Johnson, currently no legs available, but still full of fury and currently at the helm. And of course, Jerry, our doctor, who in attempting to heal, broke many Hippocratic oaths and instead caused tremendous pain. Is it Hip Orc oaths? It's right there. It was right there, and I missed it. I missed it. Just ah, drove right by. Thank you for saving that joke, Ryan. You're uh, I can't give you inspiration in this game, but know that you've got spiritual inspiration. It will not affect any <laughs> dice rolls. So uh, the three of you are are standing around the Red Gobbo's hat and cloak. We are in Act Three of our adventure, uh, which means that uh, we we have a, a, a few things to handle, but the first one is who shall become the Red Gobbo. And I want to see if there's roles associated with this first, and then I can tell you what happens next. Well, Tiny Dim wants the prettiest dressed for Squigmas, and what is prettier than the Red Gobbo's cape? So... Well, I think here's the thing we got to think about, friends. All right, obviously, I'm a war hero. I don't want this. I'm not a, I'm not a stand-up, paint-myself-red-point-myself-out kind of guy. We got the two of you. One of you's gonna have to be the Gobbo. We got you, Tiny Dim. Normally you're pretty sneaky. You know you like to hide. And the Gobbo can't really hide because the Gobbo's gotta be out there giving presents and being fancy. But that's an option. Jerry? I mean, you're Jerry. So, like, either of you want yeah, this? True. Hey, you know, whatever's, whatever's gonna be the friendliest that's gonna get us all to get along. Like, I just want, I want to make sure everybody's happy. And it would, and this decision is a big decision that we could make together amongst ourselves. And Jerry goes on and on being oh, very perfect. bad at it. It's elf. perfect. I want the prettiest dress. I don't care you, about you, hiding. I want the prettiest dress. All right, you have it because huh? I don't want to hear Jerry talk anymore. Just take it. Just take it. Jerry's the worst. What? Oh, and oh, Tiny Dim 
it just like runs full tilt towards that robe, throws it over their shoulders and swirls around and swirls around. Uh, like an anime has, princess? Like exactly <laughs> like an anime princess and has never felt prettier in their entire short life. All right. Uh, well, we'll see how short that life actually is. I need you to roll me a check there, Tiny Dim, to see if your tiny grot mind can withstand the magic of the Red Gobbo. So you're really excited about this dress. So you get one one dice for just having a check. You get one dice for being really excited about having the prettiest dress yeah. and having achieved a goal. Uh-huh. I don't know that there's much else we can make a, a case for here. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's a six and a three. Six and a three. Excellent. So you are immediately flooded with uh, like a Charles Xavier wearing Cerebro image of, of grots and people around the galaxy and their wants and needs. And it is some galaxy mind stuff. This is, you are just that meme. Your head is exploding. Mm-hmm. It, it is, it is difficult. You know, you have to struggle with it. I'll tell you there's something bad that happens in a moment. Uh, but with your success, uh, it doesn't make your head explode. So that's great. All of these images wash over you, and you see some Christmas wishes from around the 40K universe. So, Ryan, what does Rebute Gilliman want for Squigmas? <laughs> Rebute Gilliman wants a stable empire just to bring the Imperium <laughs> back from the brink to the point of relative stability and deep, deep in his heart, he would like enough power to be able to bring an end to the Adeptus Ministorum, just to destroy the Imperial Church so that he no longer has to watch this abomination against his father's wishes and desires overtaking this collapsing empire. That's sweet. He's not going to get that for Squigmas. Uh, Del. <laughs> yeah, Tiny Dim is like, nope. <laughs> uh, Del, what does Abaddon the Despoiler want for Christmas? Oh, <laughs> Abaddon the Despoiler <laughs> would like <laughs> would like a billion million zillion weapons from Vashtor, but not have to pay anything for it. Free, just free weapons forever from Vashtor. <laughs> That's what Abaddon would like. Please and thank you. Tiny Dim. No. Oh. The spoilers, not a Gretchen. The spoilers, not a. Squigmas. Uh, Ryan, what does Fabius Bile want for Squigmas? <laughs> Fabius Bile would like to finally make a perfect new man, a perfect, you know, primogenitor creation that'll be able to rise up and take over the galaxy safely, slaughtering all other species and guaranteeing humanity's future. Who? I don't even know who that is. No. <laughs> and finally, as as all of these visions fade away, uh, there uh, remain only a few that that drift forward, just just briefly as as the the larger world falls away. Laura, what does Eli Sharp want for Squigmas? Uh, oh, oh, Eli just wants to. <laughs> Oh, he wants to be 
he wants to go back in time like 10 years just at the prime of his time as master of arms and to to never have gone to that wretched planet this guy's a dark no and yeah <laughs> Uh, Morgan, uh, Del, what does Morgan want for Squigmas? Morgan wants, Morgan wants to be back on the ship and, uh, and far away from the planet they are currently on and wants respect. (laughs) No respect for the humans. No. Uh, Ryan, what does Atticus want for Squigmas? (laughs) Atticus wants to kill something <laughs> in the name of the emperor. Just kill something. Long as it's not a grunt. <laughs> and finally, Ryan, what does Valentine want for Squeakness? Absolutely nothing, because he's been given everything he needs by the emperor. Excellent. Oh, Easy, you don't... done, nothing. <laughs> Tiny Dim, you're really killing it as the Red Gobbo. So this is this is going extraordinarily well. Uh, and now, having cleared all these clowns out of your head, so you can focus on on the people who really matter, you can see very clearly in your mind uh, the war camp. You can see very clearly uh, Grotville and all the the Gretchens there, who who and their their wants and their desires. And you know you've got a holdful presence. And honestly. You've got enough presence in there and enough understanding, presence of mind, if you will, to know what all of the orcs in the camp want, too. You can bring Squigmas on a scale unheard of in strict defiance of DeGranche's will. All you need to do is just turn the sleigh around, drive back. Oh, but there's that something bad you rolled. So a railgun shot tears through the side of the sleigh as the entire thing rocks and you see coming out of the darkness a bunch of searchlights high you know those led headlamps on cars that are extraordinarily it's like that level of led as uh the forms of several tau hammerheads begin to sort of move through the darkness toward you small drones buzzing around them uh, I need you all to roll to see if you can stay on board the ship as uh, a Tau force descends upon you. So I'll take arguments for how you manage to stay on deck. However, I think Jerry's going to have a particularly tough time given that you're currently standing in all that salvin teeth that That's unfortunately true. killed uh, Jake Scollington. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's get some rolls here, shall we? <laughs> all right. Tiny Dim is wearing the prettiest dress and has really embraced this. So yep. that's going to be an extra die there. And I would argue because they have been a pet for an orc, they're used to being kind of like thrown around and like riding yeah, on, on yeah. stuff. Yeah, you've ridden in and, some trunks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they have really good balance. <laughs> Great. Love that. Uh, Two Legs Johnson has one die just for trying to do this, and I would argue a second one because with no functional legs, Two Legs Johnson has been having to hold on to the grating of the floor to move around, so he's already gripping. I buy that. All right, and I'd say Jerry gets one. Jerry gets a second one. I'm I'm seeing because Jerry just wants to be with friends for Squigmas, and I feel he feels like he's accomplished. We're all friends here. He thinks as he is grappling on to Two Legs Johnson to try and stay here. <laughs> and that is 
the way that he's going to try to stay on. Okay. Dell, I'm going to give you a minus one uh, to your rolls because of the salve uh, that you're still covered in. Yeah, it's true. Okay, let's let's do this. Let's start with the red gobbo, and then we'll work to the two people who are entangled in each other. Excellent. Oh, baby. So we got a success. We got something bad. And we got an injury. (laughs) (gasps) You see it all so clearly, Tiny Dim. You see how you can do it. You can save them all. You can bring the squigmas joy to all, which is just you have your arms open your eyes shut just thinking about how this pretty dress is going to deliver on all those promises. Just mentally the, batting away all of the wishes from anyone who like is not all the species. named characters we know. <laughs> it's fine. Just batting them away. Uh, and you just feel you feel light. You feel airy, which is because that railgun shot went straight through your <clears throat> chest and has separated most of your body from it. What is your final thought? as the 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 hat and cloak fall to the the deck at least i looked pretty and with that the red gobbo dies yet again all right space marine that's right it's me one of the biggest toughest orcs in the biggest toughest war in the galaxy if you think that you and all your other beaky boys are gonna come in here and fight us all for the Imperium or whatever then you're gonna need a hell of a lot of help and you're gonna need it from patreon.com slash dice. I hear for just one of your Imperium dollars you can join a Patreon only discord and talk all about your Imperium nonsense with other fans or you can add names to the shows. You can even add characters. We don't need any characters here in the wall. We got plenty. But if you want to add one, you can for only $25. Of course, to do that, you're going to need to rev up that chainsaw, aren't you, Marine? Oh, wait. No, don't, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. Oh, why? It's charged up by the power of Patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Curse you, Spice Marine! All right, Two Legs Johnson and Jerry. (laughs) Let's go with Jerry. No, let's go with Two Legs Johnson first, because if Two Legs Johnson lets go, then Jerry is also toast. So let's... Let's let's see what happens. There is a something bad on the on deck, which is that the the red gobbo is dead. But that does mean a minus one, Ryan, to your your rolls here. That does mean the minus one. Yep. So I got something good and an injury. So I'm gonna say uh, I lose my grip, die, and fall off the ship. But the something good is because you clung on to me, Jerry. You get to stay hanging on the ship. They like you get the plus one to your roll because like gripping onto him, you got a grip. And then he's like, oh, no, not my legs. Jerry, you're the worst! And he's just gone. <laughs> oh. Yeah, as you reach for him, as he's sliding away, you accidentally get your fingers stuck in the grate. Uh, oh. So, Dell will take away your minus one, uh, okay. given that something good has happened, as as Jerry, as Two Legs Johnson uh, also falls to his death. 
Uh, Jerry, it's all up to you. Right. Is it, is it two dice or three dice? Because uh, well, I think two legs Johnson is gone, which was one of my. I was gonna say, yeah, you don't have friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Two dice. Just two dice. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's I rolled two twos. So it's just it's all it's all coming apart at the seams. It's all it's, it's scrambling to stay on. Put fingers in a grate, the fingers pop off. It's just it's slimy and lonely and just flung out into the air. And as Jerry, you just go after floating, your friends. Yeah, going after their friends. Jerry's last thoughts sailing down to the ground is just did did Jerry do a good job? It then splat. <laughs> On to Two Legs Johnson's also splat. Uh, unfortunately for for you, Grotz, uh, you're just moments too late to be saved uh, by the, the members of your, your clutch who are close behind you, reaching for you desperately as these Tau ships fly in. Uh, you can hear over an impeccably well-built megaphone because only one army in Warhammer has technology that functionally works these days that they build themselves. So unlike all the scratchy nonsense we do with the Imperium, you just hear over an incredibly like crystal clear uh, broadcast, just attention, Gretchens. We understand that you are attempting to do something with the psycho powers <laughs> afforded by that cloak. I need you to understand we need this for the greater good. We can bring joy and merriment across the galaxy with the power of the Red Goblin, but only if you do not stand in our way. If any of you pick up the cloak, we will destroy you until we have it. Just think of the greater good. The greater good. As they continue to pummel the ship with, with blasts. As Gretchen's from the other uh, clutches arrive, you don't care what these Tau folks have to say. you got to save Squigmas. So, uh, Del, who arrives from Clutch Bonk? Walking out from amongst the rubbles of the, the falling bodies, the the belt with the bell on it just sails out of the air, having unraveled from Jerry, and then lands over the shoulders of Bosgore. Bosgore is a grot who is rather big, a big dumb grot who is good at carrying ammo and good at getting things off of high places comparatively to other grots. And Bosgor is just not really understanding that it's coming over the loudspeakers. It's just, what? what? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Unfazed. <laughs> over what? Uh, Laura, who arrives from uh, Clutch Jangle? Uh, uh, a, a, a small grot with one very buff arm um, <laughs> reaches... Uh, with that these like just like sausage fingers to pull the wreath off and put it around their neck and uh they are just reveling in everything going on because they love anything incendiary so explosions are like their specialty they're a bomb pilot but they really want fireworks for squigmas and this is kind of like a fireworks party just for them. Aww. What's the name? Caldera. Caldera. Nice. And uh, finally, arriving from Hot Chocolate. Ryan, who we got? 
Uh, landing on the ship on all fours is Blitzen, a gobbo <laughs> who was a pet to the orcs. And Blitzen runs forward on all fours going, ooh, bork, bork. Uh, and he's just going to slide himself forwards and pull on the dress backwards. So the top half of him is out the bottom of the dress. It's like big like and frilly around shame. his head. Yeah. yeah. Just lands and goes, ooh, bork, 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 bork. I'm a pet. And uh, at that point, he poops uh, because... His skill is pooping, so <laughs> that's what he's good at. Well, it is the poop deck, right? So this, yep. this, this tracks. It uh, is excellent. Now. <laughs> so <laughs> the three of you have a brief moment um, before you have to repel the uh, the the, the Tau force uh, that is accosting you. Uh, one of you has to pick up the cloak of the Red Gobbo, who is who's going to become our Red Gobbo. Blitzen's just going to run forwards and slide into that cloak, too. He just wears everything because he's used to all the stuff getting cast off from his master having to, like, bring it back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, similar to our dearly departed friend, Tiny Dim, uh, I need a roll. That said... Yeah, but Tiny Dim was the Red Gobbo, so... Oh! Tiny Dim's dead, though, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying that Ryan has to roll a mental check to survive because I made Ah. you roll. (laughs) Oh, Okay. Okay. So, um, let's. Uh, I'm gonna say a dice for doing a thing. Yep. Um, I will give you a dice for. I think this weird pet understanding you have means that weirdly you would be able to accept a wave of of things washing over you because you wouldn't be trying to intellectually engage with it. Um, and I'll give you one for uh, f- fearing a, a, a reprisal. Uh, if you don't collect this stuff. So it's more important you collect yep. the stuff than it is that you think. Anything else you want to make a case for there, Ryan? I mean, I ha- I did. I have been pooping. So <laughs> knowing my skill is pooping, I would argue if I carry over Sure, great, fine. You feel, you feel good. <laughs> you're com- you're comfortable. You're, you're good. So fine. Have, He's the red nice. gobbo fueled with brown confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I love it. Can't can't stop it. Won't stop it. All right, let's go. Okay, and he's going to use all of his luck. He's going to poop his lucky poop. Like he's been holding a poop in for a long time that he was like going to use on a special occasion. So he like gets into the coat. And he's worried he's losing control and he's like, hey, "What do I know? What do I know? How do I find myself?" And I'm getting getting assaulted by so many images from my new master coat. Ooh, I should just <laughs> let it out. Okay, it's time. And he just poops his lucky poop. Cuz the last devil would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. All right. One good thing, two bad things, and an injury. <laughs> uh, okay. The the good thing is uh, you gain the powers of the Red Gobbo. Um, and I think briefly you kind of have a moment of clarity where you see all the advantages that this ship has to offer in defense against uh, the Tau. There are a bunch of weapons on the deck. There are the actual ship's guns. Uh, as well as the scythes, so you you're able to communicate that to your your compatriots. There's just kind of the something good is you all collectively realize the weapons you've got, uh, which I think for Bosgor will be a particularly nice thing because you've got something to plug ammo into. Mm-hmm. The something bad, yeah, two something bad, Ryan, or one something bad? correct, two of them, two something <laughs> bad. Okay, um, I'm gonna say uh, the ship is badly damaged by the the continued assault of, of the the Tau because you weren't able to start repelling it yet. Um, so ship is ship is in bad shape. 
and starting to lose altitude. So if you're going to save squigmas, you gotta you gotta sort this right quick. Um, and the other something bad is the Tau drones begin to uh, reach the ship. So they're just kind of swarming around, firing at, at you from uh, fr- from above. Um, so an additional threat there. Uh, it also means minus two is going forward. Good luck, whoever's next. I was going to say, yeah. there's also a plus one going forward, though, for the something good. So it's just uh, a minus yes, one. So just a minus one. Great. Good call. Um, and uh, your injury. Um, Ryan, what, what, injures, what injures Blitzen? I get shot by one of the drones. I'm just there being like, okay, okay, so I'm the red gabo. I'm the red gabo. Bork, bork. Ooh, 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 I was a bad, I was a bad blitzen. Bad blitzen. <laughs> Gotta do better. Bork, bork. <laughs> Great. All right. Because um, regular dogs bark, but he borks. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, okay, great. So that's Blitzen. Uh, Bosgore and Caldera, uh, you have the ships in the distance and you have drones sort of circling around you. How do you want to repel this this attack? Hey, and this is just a typical day in the life for Bosgore. It's like, oh, pick up ammo box, put the ammo in the gun, fire the gun. So Bosgore is just... One step at a time, pick up big box, put it in the gun, point the gun, out at the enemies, pull, shooty, shooty. Shoot, shoot gun. Yep. Amazing. And Caldera, how about you? Uh, I think because Caldera, because they're a bomb pilot, they're used to flying with things exploding around. So uh, it's a combination of being able to maneuver kind of between incoming shots and using the the <laughs> propulsion from whatever explosions are hitting the ship to guide the ship <laughs> where they want Amazing. to go. Amazing. <laughs> Will you guide the sleigh tonight? All right, so you're going yeah, exactly. to fly it. Uh, Bosgore is going to shoot. And uh, Blitzen, what are you going to do? Blitzen is going to run down and check on the presence. Because how are the presents doing? Is there a magic gobbo bag? He knows. He's just got to make sure it's okay. Because there's holes in this ship. If the presents are gone, what does he do as the gobbo? All right. So we've got two on repel and one on safe squeamus. Yeah. Yes. Great. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Bosgore, let's start with you, please. Right. So. Okay. One for doing a thing. One for doing a thing. We have a minus one floating around here okay. but yeah one for doing a thing one for this is your job that's my job as the ammo rent one for being big which means you're actually like better sized for using drakari weapons yeah yeah uh any other this is, this is gonna be my long pitch but yep. who knows how long bosgore will be here mm-hmm, but what mm-hmm. bosgore wanted for squigmas was bubbles and I feel like the Tau stuff is very round and very shiny. And from a distance, you know, maybe it's just like popping bubbles out there. Yeah, I, I, I would I would say the shield technology definitely looks like bubbles at distance. So, yeah, just pop those oh, bubbles. So he's, wow. getting, he's getting just what he wanted. All right. Here we go. All right. Yep. And, oh, I guess, oh man, yeah, this this will not be good if I let it be. So it's like, you be shot, shot out there. And it, it they went, a lot of them went wide. So he's just like, oh. And then cracks off a tooth and <laughs> puts it under the corner of the gun to, you know, to push it up a tiny bit. And like, me, okay. <laughs> then we're going to try another. Now that it's, <laughs> the trajectory has been fixed. 
and I rolled a six, a five, and two ones. <laughs> All right, cool. So, Bosgore, you you've lined it up perfectly. You begin you begin shooting. And just like you always hoped would happen at Squigmas, you just, you see the bubbles. You see the bubbles out there mm-hmm. and they're beautiful. They're majestic and the bubbles start to pop and that makes you mad. So you just keep pointing the bubble pointer at the other bubbles and the bubbles just keep popping and mm. bursting into flame and explosions. And uh, it's it's very much one of those, like, you're just like, you know, you blow up, you hit one of the hammerhead tanks. It bursts into flame and kind of drifts sideways into another one, which explodes uh, and you're just, you're lightened up. Um, but of course you, you're not used to firing, uh, Drukhari weapons. No. You're, you're used to like orcish weapons that are held together by your own psychic might. Uh, so the gun is just getting hotter and hotter and hotter in your hands. And as the last uh, of the three hammerhead tanks sinks flaming to the ground, uh, the gun, uh, overheats. Uh, what are, what are Bosgor's last words? Bosgor's holding on, looking down at his tiny little hands, which are now like melting and melting onto the sides of the gun. He's like, Oh, that's not, that doesn't normally happen. (laughs) (laughs) It truly was a strange day for Bosgore. (laughs) It really was. So uh, Bosgore is blown apart. Um, the bell belt uh, bounces to the ground. And I believe, Dale, you've just got one one left in your clutch? I have two left. Two left. Incredible. So we'll find out who drops in a second. Uh, but first, we got to see uh, how Caldera does on the driving. Uh, Caldera, uh, you are seeing fireworks. So that definitely means you're, yeah. getting a, you're getting a dice for that because it's a squigmas miracle as uh, the, the Tau ships go up in flames. So we've got... Uh, bomb pilot is their job. Yep. So one for doing a thing, one for yep. bomb pilot, one for fireworks. And then one for working with incendiaries. Yes. As yep. their ship is currently an incendiary object. <laughs> yeah, well, i buy that. I would argue. All right. Uh, hey, two fives, a four, and a three. All right, uh, two successes. So you managed yeah. to turn turn the ship uh, against Excellent. the uh, uh, sort of turn it around as as the engines continue to sputter mm-hmm. and die. Uh, in doing so, you swing the scythe blades across some of the drones, uh, knocking them aside. A few of them begin to sputter and, and fall out of the air as their command sh- tanks uh, go down. Um, there's something good i think is that the drones break the something bad is that the engines are 100 failing so this is literally you're driving back towards um the Grange's fortress oh, yeah. but it's on a it's on a down slope uh and the one and the two cancel each other the minus one and the plus one cancel each other out uh do you yell anything as you 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 fly through the explosions like i feel like this is this is an ideal flight for for caldera uh, it's just cackling. This is what they're meant to do. It's all the things they're good at. They got one, their one arm is like really holding that, uh, whatever, I don't know, joystick, joystick whatever they're yeah, using totally. to fly. <laughs> Look, a, a grot with one leg got you the joystick and a grot with one Hell giant yeah. arm is going to fly it. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> we got everything we need. Amazing. So the sleigh turns back around and begins flying back home towards the fortress 
Meanwhile, below decks, the Red Gobbo Blitzen, you have arrived to uh, to the toys and the, the packages and, and everything else. You, you find that it, everything is here, but you're going to have to sort it real quick because if you're going to deliver these things, you got to make sure that they only go to the, the right <laughs> people on the list. It's like a, a compulsion you can feel the coat uh, forcing on you. So Blitzen, how do you want to prepare for this 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 night of nights to deliver all of these these packages on Squigmas? All right, I got to get this done, which means I got to do it in the right order. So just like how I got to line up what I eat to make sure that I poop the right poops all in a row when the time is right, I got to line these presents up so that they'll fall out of this bag. This bag can poop presents just like I poop poops in the end. Everybody gets what they need, you know. Ah, (laughs) Got to feel some real speed here. So he would like to set up the intestine that is the present bag to poop the poops out in the same way that he would poop the poops out in perfect order. Yep, I can't stop this. This is fine. So no, one, one to do it. it. <laughs> uh, so we're going to give you one to do it. One, because you're the Red Gobbo. So mm-hmm. you're better at, at Red Gobbo related things because you're wearing yep. the, the, the cloak and the hat. Um, one, because you are good at pooping. Mm-hmm. Is there any, are there any die I'm missing here? One, because I tried a thing. So three dice total. Yep. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds right to me. So he's just looking at all the presents and thinking about poops and looking at the size of the bag to try to figure out the intestine. And then he's like, okay, so I got to start with this poop. And he takes a bag and he opens it up and he just jams it in the hole. <laughs> he's, he's, right now he's reverse pooping so he can correct poop later mm-hmm. as the gobbo. Mm-hmm. Understood. All right. It's squigmas, and you know what squigs are known for? <laughs> Pooping. Uh, <laughs> so he aspires to be. Suppository miracle. <laughs> it's like putting a meal back in. <laughs> All right, that's a six uh, and two injuries. Uh. <laughs> so. Blitzen, you you just enter the zone. This is exactly like this is what you were you were built to do. You're scrabbling, you're packing those toys in incorrectly. Uh, what you don't notice is just the the blood that's gushing out of your your wound, and you're just working so quick. You're just fully in the zone. You're not noticing all that green blood just pouring out of you, and you 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 stand back. Have completed this, looking at a perfectly packed bag, and you realize it's getting dim. It's getting dark. Uh, and, and your vision is blurring. You realize that you've been working so hard. You've literally worked yourself to death. Uh, what are Blitzen's <laughs> final thoughts as as he collapses? Blitzen's final thoughts as he looks down at the last gift is like, maybe it's time for one for me. Uh, and he just opens up the gift and he sees two sticks that have been broken off and they're crudely broken with no leaves. They're just a couple of branches. So they look like antlers and they're on a headband. And he puts it on and he drops his coat, and he just looks around the room and says, I'm a good boy. <sighs> and he collapses uh, and <laughs> dies wearing antlers. Now he can bork to gork and mork. Uh, okay, so Blitzen is down. Uh, Bosgar is down. Caldera is flying. Uh, Ryan, I know you're out of uh, Gretchen, Correct. so if you want to go to that sheet, grab a new one or make up your own. So nah, give me the one in. Dell doesn't use. All right. Incredible. All right, Dell. Uh, with with hot chocolate having having fully died in the service of, of the dream <laughs> of the Red Gobbo, uh, two Gretchens managed to, to land. The, the hot chocolate 
rocket explodes under uh, one of the remaining drones fire uh but the uh, the bonk rocket crashes into the the ship itself uh spilling out uh to to gobos so del who are you and and who is ryan all right so it's spilling out two two grots fall out and to the upper decks is is my grot scrunch scrunch bonk <laughs> <laughs> And Scrunch Bonk it just rolls onto the deck and is looking around at the ship and it's like, oh, 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 well, man, this this place is this place is real beat up. I gotta help. Because Scrunch is part of the repair crew on ships. So Scrunch is Aww. running to the front to the front of where the controls of the ship are to try and help with that. And Scrunch is really good at at hitting things and repairing them. And his Christmas wish is to get someone else to take the timeshare that he unfortunately has. <laughs> but bouncing off from the rocket <laughs> and falling below decks towards where the bag of presents is, is the grot known as Noel. And Noel is excitable and has big hands. And she's good at forgetting what she's carrying. And her Christmas wish is gloves that fit her. She usually carries ammo. And that's who Ryan is. Well, if I know anything, she says, waving huge hands next to her face, she, I know what I got to carry. Uh, and she puts on the red gobbo's coat. And I think I have to roll just to not die. So we can try that shit on for size. Um, uh, Ryan, I'm going to give you an extra dice for this, though, because I think... You know, the, the coat knows who's putting it on. You know, the coat knows mm -hmm. what's up. And as a result, as you put it on, your hands slip into just red gobbo <gasps> gloves that are just so cozy. Oh. So Okay, so gobbo gloves. She also forgets what she's carrying. So I don't think she would just have put it on and been like, oh, these visions are about. I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> and then what, what else does she have, Del? What are the other things on her she character has, sheet? She has big hands and is excitable and is an ammo runt. Okay, I'd give you one for excitable because the images washing over you aren't terrifying you. They're just delightful little surprises. Mm -hmm. Just Leslie noping it. Like, no, this isn't eldritch horror. This is just nice things I get to see. Cool. Um, I would argue the forgetfulness helps too because you don't track the burden of this knowledge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, dice for forgetfulness. And I would say one more for if she's picking up the bag at the same time because it's really just ammo. She's got to fire out at people with all the gifts. Yeah, yeah, I'd buy that. Sure. That's true. All right, sure. let's watch this lady die in one die roll. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. Oh, I fucking called it. Um, I'm going to let it play out anyways. Fuck her. Oh. She dies immediately. She puts on the gobble coat, and she's like, this is going to be great, guys. I can't wait. I'm going to be such a great gobble. Wait, where am I? Huh? Huh? And she looks back, and the coat has already fallen off, and the presence is there, and she <laughs> fell out the back of the ship. So she's dying. But she got three successes, and a good thing happened that are passed on okay. to the party in general. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, Caldera, uh, or sorry, <laughs> Scrunch Bonk. Yeah. Let's get your roll to see how, how well you're you're piloting this. <laughs> all right. All right. Get one. And then I'm a part of the repair crew, and I'm good at repair hitting. So Scrunch just walks right up, and he's like, yeah, I know how to do this. And then... <gasps> takes a deep breath and then one tiny little grout leg like <clears throat> hits against it that's how we're gonna fix it 
Amazing. Del, I'm going to give you an additional dice on your standard pool because Caldera is successfully flying the ship right now, I'm which produces. To fix it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. We're, we're going with this. We got a six, a five, a five, and a three. Hot damn. <laughs> yep. Told you that I'm good at repairing things. Amazing. So as the, uh, the sleigh slowly kind of like burning up, pieces falling off of it, uh, approaches the, 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 the massive uh, kind of structure of uh, de Grange's fortress uh, with, of course, Grotville just beyond it, uh, the airfield still alight uh, with the, the massive explosion uh, caused mere minutes ago in game time uh, <laughs> by our, our dear sweet uh, Fragtooth. Uh, the, you know, you can see the lights, uh, you can see the big Orctivus pole, uh, and in the distance you can see the, the, the little torches burning, uh, and the, the blinking, uh, squigmas lights of, of Clark Griswold's house that are overly bright because he put too much on them, like the movie he's based on. Mm. Uh, and you, you let, you let those lights guide you as, uh, the ship kind of, uh, careens down towards Grotville. Scrunch and uh, Caldera, you realize in a, a moment of, of horror and panic uh, that neither of you knows where the presents are or mm -hmm. where the uh, the Red Gobbo cloak is or anything else. And it seems like all of your work has been for naught. You, you, you brought the sleigh home, but without the Red Gobbo, there, there can be no squigmas. Uh, and the most wonderful thing occurs... As you you begin your 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 final descent, clipping the top of of Degranche's tower, uh, you you look out over the sides and you see just a, a rain of presents falling from the sky, as a single gobbo, uh, you know the 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 first grot fall of Noel just falling, screaming out of the back of the ship with the bag, which is just careening around, tossing presents in every direction. One might um, say pooping presents. In pooping every presents in every direction. In a and yet order. packed <laughs> so beautifully by Blitzen that they are falling in exactly the right order around Grotville. Um, you soar <laughs> over over top of Grotville as, as the Gretchens raise their hands to the sky, getting the, the presents for the Grots who did good and just... Daggers and grenades for the ones who were naughty, uh, as is the way of Squigmas. <laughs> Squigmas comes to Grotville, and you you hear tiny cries of celebration and joy uh, as the sleigh overshoots Grotville uh, and crashes in a fiery explosion uh, into the ground beyond, uh, sending up a, a massive firework display, so if you will. Um, sending festive, festive joy in, in all directions as, as Squigmas, uh, you know, happens the way Squigmas always does with, with a little bit of heart and a whole lot of Gretchen blood. And as, uh, the, the sleigh burns and, uh, you know, the Grots celebrate, uh, de Grange, who did not like Squigmas at all, stalks forward from his tower his massive orcish arms carrying a chainsaw chopper in one hand, a gun in the other, and he says, Oh, I will bring Squigmas to one and all. And he raises his arms and lets out a mighty wah. And then he feels something strange that he hadn't before. Something light on his arms. 
soft on his shoulders with a little bit of trim over those giant orcish muscle boulders. And he looks to the left and looks to the right. And to his shock, he sees not green, but red that night. And as the cap lands upon his orcish head, he realizes that he doesn't at all wish Squigmas dead. Instead, he looks to the skies with a smile and says, Why, I've been to Red Gobbo all the while! <laughs> he doesn't know it's a lie, and that matters not, because Squigmas was saved due to the work of some grots. Happy Squigmas to all, and to all a grot night. And that's when Blitzen's corpse hits the ground and explodes into gore right behind the war boss. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay, Tom! Our Nightmare Before Squeakness Goblin Quest Adventure features GM Tom McGee, along with players Brian LaPlante, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borovic. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the One Shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M-R-K-R, on X. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. I'm DJ OneShot 2.0. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to smash that subscribe button and show your love to OneShots. Blah, 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 blah. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, the Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Podcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, Moonbase, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps... The bits they'd forgotten about are thrown away and I built my own place. 
still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta Out.